back to the US2 show. And if you're just joining us, I'm Ian. I'm Nick. And I'm Nolan. And today, we're going to be talking about racial discrimination and progressivism. This was during the period of time of 1890 to 1920, which spanned the progressive era. In this time, cities and a lot of major areas were controlled by corrupt government officials many of which in cities were mayors controlled by the political machine. The people with rights during this time were mostly the whites of this time period and all of the other races were extremely discriminated against. I would agree. There was a lot of people fighting for the advocacy of other groups such as uh, Du Bois and uh, Booker T. Washington, yeah. which explored different uh, opportunities to try and help uh, African-Americans yes, during this time period. The minorities yeah. in, uh, during this time period. With, uh, with W.E. Du Bois, he, uh, he, he, also, he already lived kind of in the white world, having grown up in the North and having had a formal education. So for him, he was trying to take the African-Americans and through the government get them rights to be able to make them equal among everyone else and he was a really strong civil rights advocate during the time. Yeah, uh, it's kind of the opposite with uh, Mr. Booker. Uh, Washington uh, was actually born a slave. He was born <laughs> a slave in uh, 1856. Different views. Did, yeah, he had, he had many different views. From an early child, he actually had to work himself. He found many odd jobs as a janitor and a coal miner and working in a salt furnace. So, and he completely all, different upbringing than yes. Du Bois. So, all, even though they were trying to get the same thing, they had different views. Yeah, he was, uh, he actually uh, ended up working himself through education. Mm. Uh, he went to college in Virginia uh, for a or primary school, I believe, or it might have been Tennessee, my bad, and uh, then he went back to Virginia where he schooled uh, children during the day and taught night school to adults during the night. And so uh, after that, he created the Tuskegee, Tuskegee College, I believe. It is, uh, it was one of the first colleges of its, of its kind it uh, became the Tuscany University, uh, and it was like made based off the influences of African Americans during the time, and having for having them to have a place for education. How was he trying to get the rights of African Americans? And the contrast to how Du Bois was trying to get rights through just the government and then the civil rights movements. Uh, he actually had a very different approach. So as Du Bois, as you said, Du Bois fought for advocacy of African-Americans throughout mm -hmm. the country and tried to get them rights. Uh, Booker's view on it was he felt that every uh, African-American should educate themselves, work, prove their worth in the country, and that's how they would get recognized. As... So make it so they're like required in the economy and the country so they need exactly. to get these rights for make... the government and the country to like work. Yeah, make themselves essential. worth something in the country, exactly. And uh, with W. Du Bois, he created the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, which was a large organization that was made up of colored people and other civil rights activists who were all working to get this 
equal rights for the African Americans. And by 1918, he had 100,000 members. And uh, also, during this time period, there were court cases that went into these civil rights movements, like... uh, what was it called? The Plessy v. Ferguson case? Yeah, it was called the Plessy v. Ferguson case. <clears throat> so basically, a man named Homer Plessy, he's seven-eighths white <clears throat> and one-eighth black. So one day, Plessy, in a sort of protest, I guess you mm-hmm. can call it, um, after a Louisiana um, law was passed that separates uh, colored people mm-hmm. from um, the whites in yeah, the yeah. train cars. So, um, Plessy, he bought a ticket with the first class coach, which is the yeah. white section. Him and, being mostly white. Yeah. And uh, he sat down there, and during the ride, he was called out for it, but he argued he was seven eighths white and only one eighth. Um, and then this ended up going to court. Yeah, he got jailed for it. He got thrown off the train. What was the verdict from that court case? Well, it's actually, it went up all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. It was considered one of the worst decisions in uh, U.S. Supreme Court history where they favored, uh, or they took the side of uh, the government instead of Plessy. And said it was right that he could be discriminated against, even though he was one-eighth black. Yeah, yeah that, seems, that seems very difficult because I, I mean, I've, I've seen cases such as that in previous times uh, where people They always have been, just side with African Americans, but always, even with someone whose majority of their heritage is white, they're still being discriminated against. against. Yeah. Did anything else come out of this case? Um, well, yeah, they came to a decision that segregation was actually constitutional mm. as long as... Um, each establishment, I guess you could say, was equal in quality, so... Like a black school and a white school would yeah. be equal, even though they were segregated, that was all good? Yeah. Wow. So during the progressive era, this, all this racial discrimination and changes and movements to get equality kind of just were all over the place and kind of disorganized with the government siding on... Uh, the white side and this didn't change during this time period until uh, many many years later yeah yeah so uh it's gonna be our podcast for today signing out i'm ian i'm nick and i'm nolan <laughs>